Previously, on the 9 to 5 Wealth Podcast. NVIDIA was trending, and I saw that Unusual Whale published a tweet saying that Nancy Pelosi bought 5 million worth of NVIDIA calls. NVIDIA is like at all-time high, man. Why will someone be buying a call at this point? GPT-4 is a bigger model, so a bigger model requires more powerful GPUs. And the difficulty is that the availability of those GPUs is very limited. Google has billions of queries every day. If OpenAI was to do the same, the bills that Microsoft will have to charge them will be crazy. So their service basically cannot support many people using their services over a certain threshold. So that that actually tells you about the scarcity of GPUs Mm. right now. But do you think this this is going to change in the future? Though? Because if this doesn't change, how will the stock grow? I mean, how will the company gain more value if, you know, this is still the same? Well, they are doing a lot of things. The company can grow. I think a couple of weeks ago, they announced that they are going to move into the production of CPUs as well. So this is a pretty big strategic move for NVIDIA. Intel has long been the dominant player in personal computer uh, processors. Uh, You'll remember back in the PC era, it was essentially the trio of Intel, Microsoft, and Dell that really dominated this market. Intel was by far the most powerful company in the world. Since then, things have changed a lot. Of course, we do most of our computing over smartphones now. Intel chips, Intel tried to get into the chips for smartphones, but it was never very successful at that, in part because it's chips use so much power, it would kill the batteries quite quickly. Now what we're seeing is NVIDIA, which is a a leader in in graphics chips and AI chips, is moving into the personal computer space that Intel has dominated so long. NVIDIA is trying to use uh, ARM chips to be able to move into that space. They're developing these new chips. They're aiming to get something on on the market in 2025. This would run on Windows, uh, the Windows operating system, just like the Intel chips today. So it's a pretty big strategic threat for Intel. So they are, again, diversifying their business. So, Okay, so in terms of like competition, for example, right, in the future, can't ARM try to compete with uh, NVIDIA because they can decide to go into, I don't know, GPUs or just to kind of change their design or up their design to kind of go, you know, through there as well? Is that something possible? I'm just trying to think of, you know, any risk uh, for, uh, for NVIDIA. I don't think about that. I don't think that's the way they they want to run their business. So you have to think of the relationship between ARM and all these companies as very friendly friendly relationship, right? Mm. Just think of ARM as their architect, right? ARM will give you a blueprint and you take that blueprint. You can add like a couch here. You can add like a, a window here and you go and build your house. That's basically ARM. ARM is the architect and every other company is a civil engineer that is going to build a house. So that's the relationship. ARM is not in the business of building houses. It's in in the business of designing blueprints. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing really sounds very, very bad for Intel, right? Intel seems like the one that's losing on all fronts regarding this this whole thing. Uh, Unfortunately, it does not look good for Intel. And, and mm-hmm. I saw some people on the internet claiming that Intel is going to do well because they are building these GPUs to compete with NVIDIA. So Intel is launching their own AI GPUs, right? One of them is the Gaudi 2 and Gaudi 3, I think. And even those 
are not performing as well as the NVIDIA H100 that are mostly used for these AI models. So Intel is kind of losing on all fronts because already they are losing the Apple partnership. They used to ship all these CPUs with all the Apple computers, right? Now they are losing oh, yeah, that yeah. because Apple is moving away from x86 architecture to ARM architecture. Mm. Microsoft is also working to bring their own ARM-based CPUs for Windows. Okay. So it's not going to be um, Intel anymore. It, that's, that's what is going to happen. Wow. That's, that's big. That's, that's big. That, that, that's yeah. very big. Wow. Wow. Uh, and it's not just yeah. uh, Microsoft. AMD. <laughs> AMD is also working on their own ARM CPUs. And okay. last but not least, Qualcomm yeah. is also working on AI chips mm -hmm. and ARM CPUs that will compete with the M1, M2, M3 CPUs. Okay. Okay. I mean, it seems like one company is going upward and one is just crashing. One right. Just crashing. Right. I mean, I, 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 man, mm. Intel is not looking good for Intel, basically. Okay. Do, do, you know, do you know of anyone that works at Intel? No, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. I mean, regarding the company, right? Everything can right. be rosy. For NVIDIA, we talk about a lot of good stuff, you know, regarding their positioning, regarding the supply chain, regarding the demand that's very, very high as well. And but I believe there are, you know, some geopolitical issues, uh, especially regarding TMSC, uh, the fact that they are based in Taiwan. Um, right. And I believe those will have like a, a big impact on the company's valuation in the future and their stock price as well. On your side, right, you are closer to those things since you are in the tech industry. I mean, what's your thought on that? And When I saw that tweet about <laughs> the option trade that Nancy Pelosi did, my mind went like, <laughs> with all this problem that NVIDIA and TSMC are having, why would you buy NVIDIA at these prices, right? And this is the other side of the trade. But what, what do you mean by all the problems? Is that the fact that they can't align their production to the demand? Is, is that a problem that you are talking about? No. You're more referring to, uh, you know, the, the kind of Chinese thing. Yeah. So Congress has passed a law that NVIDIA cannot sell their chips or their GPUs to China. What, why is that? Well, so there is this fear that China is going to invade Taiwan. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. So mm -hmm. that's already a bad relationship between the United States and China. Two, one of the biggest chip manufacturers in the world is TSMC and is located in Taiwan. So if anything happens and let's say TSMC shuts down and it can't produce any more chips, we are not just even talking about NVIDIA at this point. We are talking about AWS, Apple, Amazon. You are talking about your iPhone and your Mac. That's basically what is going to happen, where all these things will become scarce, basically, because the, the chips cannot be made. So the U.S. is doing everything to make sure that TSMC can move some of their production factories over to the U.S. Mm -hmm. And there is also the AI battle, right? The AI battle is like an arm race, where this country is trying to make most of the innovation on their side and use it to their advantage. Because AI can be used in many applications, like war, <laughs> yeah, for ar ar army, like defense, uh, uh, right? Yeah. Defense, arm development, espionage, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to consider all those things. Like for example, in China, if you commit a crime, 
because they have cameras everywhere, they can know exactly where you are and they can prevent you from going from one area to the other just because you have violated a red light or something like that. Yeah. I mean, That's I can, all AI. Yeah, I can testify to that because... You used you to know, live there, right? <laughs> yeah, I live there. <laughs> we had camera in our dorms. Like ah, the co the go. corridors like of the dorms had cameras. Right. It's crazy. Everything, like cameras everywhere. I even heard that when you, you get down from the plane and you are trying to check out of the airport, they already know who you are yeah. just by scanning your face. Cameras they already have the whole information. And that is all AI. So China has been using AI for a while now. But if you were the US, right, would you want China to be way ahead of you in AI development? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, hell no. Say like, hell no. Right. USA. <laughs> right. So basically, it's just a matter of like national security where they don't want to sell all their resources to, to China. When they first passed this uh, <laughs> this law, right, mm. the stipulation of the law was that they couldn't sell certain chips, certain GPUs to China. So, for example, the H100 was meeting those specifications. So what NVIDIA did to get around the law is mm -hmm. to sell the same version of the GPU, but at a lower clock rate. The clock okay. rate is basically determining the speed of the mm -hmm. GPU. So they basically lowered the speed of the GPU and, and continue selling it. And then Congress came back with another law, with another preventing, law. <laughs> pre yeah. preventing them from doing that. You know? Yeah, I would say they are doing a good thing for the Americans, right? Because right, the right. Chinese are very good at replicating stuff. And right. uh, yeah, if they get you know their hands on that, they will replicate really, really fast. And, right, uh, and that's the whole fear about the, the Taiwan invasion and all that. From what I've read, NVIDIA is going to be losing more than 5 billion just with this law alone where they wouldn't be able to sell their GPUs to China anymore. I mean, Nvidia is promising that they have other countries that are yeah, exactly. looking for these GPUs, but is the demand going to be as much as the Chinese demand? We don't know. That, but yes, they are promising so. it is, so we'll see. Mm. Okay, so regarding the risk of this trade, we just talked about the geopolitical element. Are there other things that you think can impact this trade or Nvidia negatively in the, in the future? Yep, there are a couple of things. I'm going to start with the most obvious one. One of them is AMD and Intel coming out with their own GPUs that have as good uh, as a performance as N NVIDIA GPUs. Even though not optimal, because they don't necessarily have the best software platform for researchers, if they are cost-effective, then they are going to disrupt the domination of yeah. NVIDIA in the AI field. Right. Yeah. Next year, a lot of those companies, AMD, Intel, are going to release their own GPUs that have similar performance mm. with uh, NVIDIA GPUs. Okay. So, I mean, on that, I would say that that's actually a major risk, right? Because if you think of it, a lot of the companies that need these GPUs are already using either Intel or AMD products. Basically, they are using Intel products for some other stuff already, right? right? So this right. will be a really kind of cross-sell opportunity for Intel. So basically, it's very easy to sell another product to someone that you are selling something to right. instead of NVIDIA coming and, you know, trying to win that customer and et cetera, et cetera. So this is actually a very, a very yeah. important risk, I would say. Yeah, and, and this is ultimately going to come down to cost, right? Okay. So if the cost for these GPUs and the availability is there, 
Mm-hmm. And the performance is, you know, the performance doesn't need to be as high as the NVIDIA GPUs, but if it's close enough and the availability is there, there is no scarcity, then this is going to hurt NVIDIA. Okay. Because right now they can supply all the chips that people yeah. need. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, do you think this is like something realistic that's going to happen next year? I mean, in terms of the launch of this product, or is it going to be something like the Google AI kind of launch that <laughs> we, we kind of came across in the past, in the past month, right? Maybe right right like now, you never know. It's possible, but it, it, it is 50 50. I'll put mm. it that way. I'll even say 60 40. And 64 AMD and Intel because they are really losing at this game and they want to, they don't want to be losers. This is yeah. existential for them. AI is being sold right now, it's through cloud providers. If companies can get the GPUs, it's not me and you who are going to get it, right? So the AI is kind of supplied through cloud providers. OpenAI runs on Azure Cloud. All the new LLM and generative AI models that are being released by these companies, Amazon, Meta, Microsoft, they are all selling these models through cloud providers, Azure Cloud, AWS, and Google Cloud. That's where they are selling it through because they have the compute, they have the power to handle these uh, models. So everybody who is developing on top of these models are going through these cloud providers. Not only that, there are even smaller companies who have managed to get hold of some of these GPUs and have set up their own cloud infrastructure. And they are selling the compute to these startups, the GPU compute to these startups. So if Intel comes out and say, hey, this uh, GPU that we have developed has 90% of the same performance as the NVIDIA GPUs and it's going to cost you half, mm-hmm. right? Instead of $10,000, it's $5,000. Mm-hmm. And if you're a cloud provider, you have to consider it. Do you think they will be able to sell that for half the price? I don't think so. I, I don't I, think I, I doubt they that. might sell it for half the price, but if they want to gain market share, really gain market share and really compete with NVIDIA, the price has to be competitive, basically. Yeah, that really depends on you know the margins that... NVIDIA is making now, if in, in, in NVIDIA is kind of building this product that the, the cost is like 25% and they are adding like 75% margin to it, Intel can just kind of destroy that margin and have right. a, a very, very low price and that will go into a whole price war and that, yep. I mean, that that's going to be great for us, right? That would be great for all the customers. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the customer is going to be the ultimate winner because yeah. the bar of entry to developing LLM or generative AI is going to go down with time. Mm. As more GPUs become available, the barrier of entry is going to go down. People are going to start hosting their own stuff. They are not going to be dependent on cloud. And this brings me to a news that came out this week. Apple published a paper on LLMs. The title of the paper is LLM in a Flash, an efficient large language model interface with limited memory. This enables running models up twice the size of the available dynamic RAM with a four to five time and 25 time increase in inference speed. Basically what that means is that just to simplify it, just think of it as running this generative AI locally on your laptop, on your phone. That's what this paper is trying to prove basically. And they have gotten some good results on it. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the content. 
Don't forget to smash the like button and subscribe. In the next part of this podcast, we'll talk about how Apple can disrupt the whole AI ecosystem and reduce NVIDIA market share. Subscribe to get notified when we post the video. Me and my buddy, we make it all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching us lagging. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money.